Welcome to That Anime Podcast. This is the full review for Demon Slayer Season 2, The Entertainment District Arc. In this episode, we cover Episode 10, titled Never Give Up. Hello anime fans and welcome to That Anime Podcast for casual anime fanatics where we talk all things anime in a fun and uncensored fashion for your listening pleasure. I'm your host Jordo and here with me as always is my co-host and kin, the baby brother Brennan. What's up Brennan? Not much. Another great episode. Demon Slayer. Freaking incredible episode. The animation again. Holy shit. (laughs) It's crazy how they week by week keep doing this. I know. Is it not breaking the internet? <laughs> or it's it, got to be. I think people, people are just so to used to it. it. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like they've just come to expect it. Yeah, I think that people just expect it. I never, never take it for granted, though. When you watch a lot of anime, you realize that you can watch a good anime with just subpar animation. It can, it can still be good. But whenever an anime is great and has great animation at the same time, it's a whole nother story. If you watch Demon Slayer and need a podcast to listen to, then this is the right place, my friend. Every week, we release a new Demon Slayer episode the same night that the new episode airs. It is not easy to you to do, so uh, you're welcome for that, and thank you for listening. If you could, if you like what, what we're saying and you like our episode, please give us a follow on Instagram, at that anime podcast. And also, if you can, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever it is that you listen. Let's go ahead and dive into this episode. Episode 10, titled Never Give Up. As Brent and I were just saying, incredible, incredible episode. So here we go. Episode starts with showing us Tengen. He's on the ground. His hand is still detached from his body. I noted it's his left hand. So if he's a right-handed person, maybe, he's, maybe he'll be okay. <laughs> Uh, Zenitsu he pushes Tanjiro out of the way before getting obliterated by countless Obis and Tanjiro is falling and he feels that it's his fault and he's apologizing it's like sorry everybody Um, opening song kicks in Um, comes back Tanjiro hits the ground and his box that Nezuko's in falls off and we get a zoom in of his eyes, and he looks like a defeated man. And he says, Komen, Mina, Komen. <laughs> Which translates to, sorry, everyone. Sorry, everyone. Or, sorry, it's sorry, Komen. everyone. Komen, Komen, Mina. Which is, sorry, sorry, everyone. And then he says, sorry, Nezuko. He closes his eyes, and Tanjiro does the classic subconscious thought that he tends to do. Uh, he's back in the woods, and the reason I knew immediately that it's a... I mean, you would know either way it's not happening, because his scar is back... It looks like how it used to look before he did the thing on the mountain. Well, it's his hair, too. Yeah, and his hair is long. Yeah, he has, like, the top knot style, the Aaron Yeager look. Yeah. <laughs> it's a popular style. Um, 
Nezuko is there and she says, don't apologize, big bro. Big bro, why are you always apologizing? If we're poor, does that make us unhappy? If we can't wear pretty kimonos, should people pity us? Are you so determined to blame someone? You think it was our father's fault for dying of illness? He tried as hard as he could and it wasn't enough, so we just have to accept that. We're humans after all, so none of us can expect everything to go our way. Whether you're happy or not is up to you. The important thing is now. Just look ahead. Let's try hard together. Let's fight. Stop apologizing. You of all people should understand. I want you to understand how I feel. And then he wakes up. I feel like that dialogue wasn't necessarily wasn't necessary. Yeah, he didn't need to go back in time and or like have one of those vision things. I feel like they're relying on that shit a little too much lately. I don't know what I don't even know. I don't even understand the inspiration of what she said. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't it wasn't that inspiring. I mean, he, I mean to get he got to be fair, it was just him, basically, it was just himself inspiring himself in his own dream, but, but yeah. yeah, it wasn't that good. But like she's telling him not to apologize like your brother your brother is somebody who fights for the like he always fights for the people that can't fight for themselves and you're telling him basically not to worry about it. <laughs> I don't know. I I've read read it over and over and over and I'm just like some of the things that she said were good but I don't see how it was necessary. It there was no revelation in anything. I, mean, I think she it was just supposed to, to be like you could, I don't know, just to help console him, like you did your best, kind of thing. Like you just got to keep yeah. trying, basically, not to give up, which was the name of the episode. Yeah, like her dad never gave up, though he died, and like he may die, but he can't give up. Yeah. Uh, Tanjiro wakes up from this dream, and everything around him is on fire, and. It looks like damn near the whole entire entertainment district was blown up and in flames. A good little chunk of it for sure. I mean, you couldn't see any building intact. And the first thought from Tanjiro is, this is horrible. Were the people who live here able to escape? Which get, you know, typical Tanjiro, always thinking of others. He's a good guy. I would say that most of them did. Yeah, he told him to get the hell out of there like I mean, yeah, it three, like that. four minutes ago. It ain't like that fight hadn't been going on for a good a good enough while for most people to, <laughs> to dip. Unless they just Oh, it's been out. going on at least ten minutes, at least. I mean, there's been a few people who probably got scared, you know. Instead of their fight or flight kicking in, their freeze kicked in and they just like hid under the floor of somewhere and got annihilated, but Yeah. They probably won't be part of the That's... story. But you know there was a few of those stragglers. Oh yeah. Uh, Gyotaro appears in front of Tanjiro and just basically comes out of nowhere. And Gyotaro says, what's this? You're still alive? You're one lucky guy, huh? But he says it in that weird voice. You're one lucky guy, huh? Not that I have anything going for you except for being lucky. You know who, you know who Gyotaro's voice actor sounds like? He sounds... He sounds like the guy who does the voices for the curses in Jujutsu Kaisen. The <laughs> game. I just think it sounds like a generic. I don't, that inflection he does on his voice is like fairly common in anime. I'd say it's good. I mean, I like it. Uh, it's just it was reminding me of the curses in Jujutsu Kaisen this episode a few times. Um, but Warbhime's looking all too comfortable. She's on the roof looking down. 
at Giotro talking to Thonjiro, and Giotro says, I feel sorry for you. Everyone but you is probably done for. A single thrust to that boar's heart. The tau-headed <laughs> boy's trapped under rubble, and he's flailing, so I'm just going to leave him there until he dies, squirming like an insect. How disgraceful is that? And how weak was that Hashira? All he had was a bluster. All he had was bluster. And I had to look up what that word, what, what that word meant. And it means to talk loud, aggressive, or indignant with little effect. I wonder if that's like direct translation or whatever word they use. Is just like the English dubbers were like, shit, I guess bluster is the best we got. You know yeah, I know. I'm like, why would they a use weird, a weird choice? <laughs> I agree. Unless it's direct they translation. They should have just said he's all talk. Yeah. He says the poison got to him, stopping his heart, and now he's dead. All, it's all over for him. So disgraceful. So disgraceful. And as he's saying all this, he's scratching the hell out of his face still. Like, scratching it and bleeding. Also popular in a lot of anime villains these days. Yeah, Shigaraki yeah. from My Hero. There was a lot of parallels to that in this episode. Like, Deku's fingers. Yeah, I know. That's what I was thinking, too. Tanjiro's like, fingers. Fucking going full Deku over here, snapping his shit. It's fuck going purple. The, the I I don't know these Tanjiro's fingers looked much worse. I feel like than Deku's. Yeah, Deku's went limp. His were like broken to be stuck upwards. Like he couldn't. Oh, uh, his weren't dangling. They're were like bent up, which is weird. Yeah, that shit was gross to watch. But so Tanjiro, as Giotro's talking to him, he's wondering like, why hasn't he killed me? Um, and he's noticing like I don't have any strength to fight, and. Giotro asks him, is that your older or younger sister? And so Tanjiro decides to play along. He said, he says, Nezuko's my younger sister. And then we get a zoom in of Giotro's mouth. And it looks like he's going to like sympathize with him because he's like, shit, I'm, I'm just protecting my younger sister too. But then he smiles and he starts to laugh very cynically. And he's telling Tanjiro that he's pathetic, can't even protect his younger sister, grabs Tanjiro by the, ha- by the head and lifts it up, grabs his fingers and breaks them. Like casually, just snaps him, snaps him basically backwards. Yeah, just a little something. God, a little something to cause some pain. But so for anybody that's thinking that's not a big deal and that you could still fight, I'm gonna say respectfully, no, you could not. Because you could, especially as a swordsman with like adrenaline, you could, you could figure it out. I think your life, if your life life is on the line, you could figure something out. His left hand was already tied to his sword, and his right hand now no longer basically no longer has any grip strength. Well, he's got he's got his thumb and his pinky and his ring finger. I yeah, think, I but eighty percent of your grip strength comes from your index finger and your middle finger. Well, I think you want to hold you want to have a firm but loose grip on your sword. I think. <laughs> I don't know, man. I <laughs> probably helps out his I technique. Don't, Shit, it was that was brutal to see. Every time they fucking showed his hand, I'd be like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah." They'd focus shit. on it too. <sighs> yeah, I was. I wish they would have caught stopped showing it. Uh, but the whole episode, I'm just like, "Damn!" The fact that he's even in this fight with those <laughs> those purple ass Deku fingers is impressive. Um, Giotro's slapping him in the head, calling him names. He calls him worm, dimwit, sad sack, coward, good for nothing. And he's like, what are you going to do with your weak sauce, battered, disgraceful human body? Let's see you cut off my head. Come on, come on, come on. 
And Tanjiro looks like he's about to do something because he takes a few deep breaths. He's like, then he grabs Nezuko and he fucking runs away. (laughs) What did you think about, what were you thinking at that point when he, he dipped? I knew he was planning something. I knew he wasn't just leaving. And even if he was, I guess it could have possibly been like, the what am I, why am I running? I mean, but I just assumed he had a plan or was just trying to buy time. Yeah. Got to do something. I, I mean, even if he was running away, if you knew you were going to lose, like, you're not going to save anybody dead. Yeah. Like, everybody that's in that town is already dead, you know, as far as we know. Um, Gyotaro catches up to him in an instant, kicks him. Tanjiro goes into a burning building, and the building starts to crumble, but he gets out of there just in time. And then Tanjiro's running away again. He falls, and then he picks up a little sack that's filled with something and throws it at Gyotaro, hits him in the chest. He starts to pick up rocks, and he's throwing all the shit at him, which we learn later in the episode is it was all a distraction to the grand plan that Tanjiro had. So I guess he, he ran into something that had a scent to it to mask the smell of wisteria on the kunai knives that he was after. The entire time. Um, But Gyotaro, he gets in his face and he says, as disgraceful as you are, I don't dislike you because I like anything that's pathetic, disgraceful, and filthy. This filthy scar on your forehead, I like it. I think I'm getting attached to it. I know, why don't you become a demon too, for your little sister's sake as well. If you become a demon, I'll spare your life. Tanjiro, he's looking up at the sky at this moment, and Gotro's like, oh, this is what humans do when they're about to cry. They look up to the sky so that their, ear- their tears don't fall. And he says, I was waiting for this moment. And we get the classic main character headbutt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he headbutts the- that shit. <laughs> I mean, I knew that shit was coming, but I've, I've read the manga, so. Yeah. Just, but, I mean... As soon as he said, I've been waiting for this moment, I'm like, here comes the headbutt. I feel like I would have known even if I hadn't read the, the manga. Um, Gyotro is like, oh, headbutt, that's nothing for a demon. But then he realizes he can't move, and it's because he has a kunai knife with wisteria laced on it stuck in his leg. So Tanjiro raises up his sword, and Gyotro is like, damn you, damn you. You're a weakling, a stinking human. Look how beat up you are after I rubbed my superior strength in your face. Why won't you give up when you're on your own? Why won't you cave in? The will to bring me down. Why is it so unwavering? And Tanjiro brings down his sword with a... And we get a freaking incredible scream from the voice actor, the Japanese voice actor, that I noted. I'll probably post it on Instagram because it was good. And... After I rewatched it a second time, I was thinking to myself, all of the people that love this show in English have no idea what they're missing. Because they have to listen to Konaki scream at that part. <laughs> you sure that's who it is? Yes, it's fucking Konaki. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I haven't watched it in any of the English, the Demon Slayer English, so I couldn't say. Well, it's it's worth watching because Bryce Pappenbrook is he knows. Yeah, I've heard so some should... clips uh, from that. <laughs> you need to watch it. It's fucking funny. It's like, but it's not to disrespect the English voice actors or anybody that watches the English. But man, this voice actor that does Tanjiro in Japanese is incredible. 
And he, he brings a sword down. It looks like he cuts off his head. And then we get another flashback of Nezuko saying, Onichan, which is big bro. And then he hears Warabhime scream, Onichan, which is big bro to her brother, Gyotaro. And so Tanjiro stops his blade right at the back of Gyotaro's neck, is what it looks like, right? Or was that just like supposed to see it to seem like he stopped to us viewers while he gets his resolve that he hoped somebody would kill him if he became a demon? Yeah, because that's where I was kind of going. I was like, is he about to have... I was trying to think, how could he let this guy live? Because he feels for him. You know, as he was going through that, and then when he said, I hope someone would do the same to me, and I was like, good. Because <laughs> he's going to kill him. Yeah. Because, yeah, for a second, I felt like they may have been trying to, like... I mean, he did show sympathy for him, but, like, I thought they were going to take it a step further where he'd be like, you could have been just like me and my sister. Yep. Well, they drew yeah, this. Yeah, he realizes, like... Yeah, because at one point, Tanjiro's looking down at him, and he saw himself in Gyotaro looking up at him like, that could be me, I could be a demon, just like him. He, um, he should have became a demon, that's the ultimate sign of respect. If a demon, <laughs> if a demon asks you to become a demon, <laughs> then you know you did pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Ask Rengoku. It means you're pretty powerful. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tanjiro starts to break skin on Gyotaro at the back of his neck, and the whole time that he's like on the ground, it looked like uh, like spiritual energy from Bleach was was happening. Like it was like forcing Gyotaro to the ground. Yeah, yeah, kind of. <laughs> you know, that's what I kept thinking. I'm like, oh, the spiritual energy in this freaking episode is strong. It's holding this dude down. Um, but Warpime tries to help Gyotaro with her obis, and then we see a lightning flash from under the rubble where Zenitsu was. And he ends up cutting through all of her obis. So, Zenitsu's alive. Was this shocking to you, Brennan? No, I mean, I, I, mean I've, I just didn't think... The only one who's really up for death is the Hashira Tengen. <laughs> he's the only one who's real... So, he's a real candidate for death. So you, didn't, you weren't at all worried about Inosuke being dead? No, there's still, there's still lots of anime to be had. He can't be dead yet if he is going to die. But he got fucking stabbed through the heart. I mean, so we, didn't, we, we didn't know that till he said that. I mean, he wasn't dying. I mean, it's still a shonen. Can't, yeah. They can't kill off the main character. Um, They're all three the main character to me is why I say that. Yeah. The dynamic doesn't work if you take one of them out. So Zenitsu says thunder breathing, first form, thunderclap and flash, godlike speed. So this is his basically his same move, but this is some new new. I don't I don't think we've ever seen this one. No, yeah, it's like it's like Goku's Kaioken. It's it's the same it's same Goku, but it's it's brought up to another level. Yeah, it's ramped <laughs> up, yeah. So it's his thunderclap and flash, and he tells us that he can only do this twice before his legs give out. And this is the second time he's used it because he had to use it the first time to even get out of the rubble to hit those obis in time to save Tanjiro. Um, and he ends up getting to Warabhime and getting to her neck and it starts to rip, but then we go back to Tanjiro and Gyotaro. And it looks like Gyotaro is being forced down by the spiritual energy and Tanjiro is having a tough time getting through to his neck. He's like, oh, his neck is so tough. And they keep showing us his damn fingers and he can't, pu- he can't push hard enough because his, his left arm is 
tied to a sword and his right arm is basically hanging by a thumb and a pinky. And Gyotaro pulls the knife out and he recovers immediately and summons his blood demon art and starts pushing Tanjiro back. So it's not looking good for him at this point. And Gyotaro gets so close to cutting Tanjiro's head off. We literally see the blade of his sickle, like the very point of it, come basically touch the pupil of Tanjiro before Tangan jumps in and saves the day. I knew he was coming. I was waiting for it. You did? Yeah. (laughs) So this dude, he jumps in and he pulled... First of all... He used ninja focus to slow his heart rate. (laughs) Yeah, he did. You're you're dead. I buried you. (laughs) I know, step step brothers. Yeah, he he pulled a fast one on uh on Gyotaro, stopped his heart, and it also did the effect of fooling him that he's dead, and it slowed the poison. So, Tengen's alive, and he's come back, and he's fighting like Zabuza with a sword in mouth, and or three sword style. Well, because he has Zoro, he, he has the thing on the chain too, so he's he can still kind of like whip. He's whipping that around, you know. Yeah, but he's he's still missing a hand that has not grown back. He's not a demon. Yeah, that shit's so gone. So he just has his right hand. Uh, Gyotro's shocked that Tengen isn't dead, and he realizes that he was tricked, and he's pissed. And Tengen yells, "I've finished my musical score technique. We're going for the win." As viewers, we've never heard him say anything related to a score, but this gives us insight into how Tangan sees fighting when and he's fighting. Why he's the sound hoshera too. Yeah. I mean, I guess before so I he, just thought because he's like quiet. <laughs> or fast, like yeah. speed of sound or something. Yeah, exactly. Not that he... He's never really used his ear. I mean, he's used his ears, but not like this in, in an advanced technique like this. Yeah, so basically he's seeing the fight and how people's moves add up to their score, like like a sheet of music. And so he's basically figured out the Blood Demon R and Gyotaro from fighting and the sound that it makes, is what we're supposed to understand. It's, it's something like that. Um, he's going toe-to-toe with them, with one arm. And he's, he's honestly pushing Gyotaro to the limits, and he still only has one one hand. Yeah, that's you. where the Both show started guys. getting nutty too, animation wise. Yeah. That one but... screen they kept they like kept reusing the same like sword clash and then zooming out and then showing their face and showing his face. Like I thought that shit was cool though. You know, which part that was like some about. Dragon Ball Z stuff. Well, they're yeah. just like in there <laughs> exchanging blows and there's like particle effects. And then it like show yep. one of their faces, show the other, and then it'd go back, but it would just be like zoomed out slightly further. <laughs> yep. I did notice that. That part was awesome, though. The screaming, the screaming of it of this episode was very reminiscent to the old Dragon Ball days. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> funny because I saw something. If you haven't listened, if you don't listen to our AOT episodes, go listen to those. But I saw something today where the voice actor for Aaron said that he almost lost his voice to in episode eighty, and then I was like, watch the episode. I was like, the dude, barely, dude barely even yelled. Yeah, when did he yell? Uh, oh, was it whenever he was trying to get out of the chains? Maybe, but he, that was the only part that, he, that, that was the only part where he screamed. He's for sure had bigger moments though. Maybe it was for episode eighty-one. Maybe it's like the next one, and 
and somebody was hyping uh-huh. that up. I don't know. But I was just because I was saying, like, I feel like they did more yelling in Demon Slayer than Attack on Titan this week. Golly, these guys yell so well. Kind of, I guess it goes um, hand in hand with samurai techniques. <laughs> yeah, if you can't yell, you ain't gonna be a you ain't gonna be a Japanese voice actor. Um, so Tengen he ends up getting slashed, or I should say stabbed in the stomach, and then he gets slashed right up his face. And Tanjiro is like, Tengen sama, and he yells back at Tanjiro, "Don't stop, jump." And so Tondra jumps in to Slash, and he gets stabbed right through the bottom of his chin up into his mouth. Like, you can literally see the sickle yeah, she was pretty coming up under his tongue. Yeah. And he still goes in for the swing. <laughs> that shit is crazy. Think about that shit. I think it's supposed to be, like, timed where he's, like, he was also hitting his neck as that went through his chin. Like, it's a simultaneous happening, because if Gosh. not, I feel like he would have just pulled the Sith all the way through his chin, you know what I mean? Yeah. Damn, but the fact that he, he so he ended up taking the swing, and Tanjiro says, I can't do it with, my, with just my arms. I have to slash him with every ounce of strength I have, from the top of my head to the tips of my toes. Use it all. Ignore the pain in your body. Hang on, striking with all your might won't be enough. 100 times the force. So he goes, another Dragon Ball moment, he transforms. His scar on his forehead, it changes from a scar to a flame pattern. Yeah, it's like His the, hair even changes. That wasn't even that many episodes ago. Well, we saw uh, Rengoku's dad say that they had a, a scar like that, and he said to himself in her monologue that, sorry, but mine was from an accident. Yep. So now we confirm that so, he is of that bloodline and that he has the mark. Yep, that mark is definitely relevant because his eyes, also his pupils disappear. Yeah. His hair kind of goes like... It kind of reminded me of when Gone. Might Guy went, entered uh, the 8-gate. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a better <laughs> comparison. <laughs> that's what it looked like to yeah, me. Yeah, because he lost his pupils and his hair was like floating up like that. Yeah, it was floating. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Gyotaro says, crap, not by a brat like that. Damn it. I'm about to be beheaded. No, I'm good. Even if I get beheaded, as long as my sister's head is still intact, first I'm going to finish this, this one off. And then he, they kind of insinuate that he switches to his sister's eye to see what she's doing. Well, I thought they were going to do that, but then they never, kinda, they never really went through with it. Like, I thought that's what they were about to do. Like, he's about to check on her, but then it kind of just went to her. Yeah, like, I don't know if he. I think it's because at the same exact time they were both getting their head slashed. I mean, they ha- yeah, they did because they rolled together at the same time. Yeah, shit. I thought that I just saw like a white head floating, and I thought that Tanjiro had to behead uh, Tengen with the demon <laughs> for a second. I was like, oh shit, oh, he shit. killed <laughs> Yuzui, and then I saw it was there, but like for like a little bit, I was like, damn, like that's just fucking dark. To, There'd be some pissed fans if that happened. I mean, it'd be kind of cool, I guess, if like he was like just like the old cat Goku <laughs> killing uh, Raditz thing, <laughs> like put him in the full. Oh, ne- with Piccolo, put him in the full Nelson till he had the special beam yeah. ready. <laughs> yeah, but Piccolo, that's true. But he was telling him to do it. He's like, do it. <laughs> um, so Zen- we go to over to the Zenitsu and Warabime, and he. Has just done his godlike speed. He's at her neck. It's starting to tear, but she's like, "Ah, you can't cut it." 
I'll slash you up into pieces before you can cut my neck. And she starts sending his her obis at Zenitsu. And Inosuke jumps in and cuts up all her obis. And he says, don't underestimate the flexibility of my body. Shifting the position of my internal organs is child's play for me. And since I grew up on a harsh mountainside, poison doesn't work on me either. <laughs> he's all things he's done before, though, so... Yeah, I mean, only this only makes sense for this character. It's believable. Like, yeah, of course he, of course he can move his internal organs, and of course he has a poison resistance from being raised by boars. <laughs> but he's still bloody. He's bleeding out of his nose and his mask. Like yeah. all of everybody is very fucked up at this point. Everyone, except for two of the wives that are just off in the distance because they know if they went in there, they'd just be of no help. Um. The muscle mice, though, I have no excuse for them. They could probably help a little bit. They'll be here. I'm, I know, like, whenever the fu- dust settles from the fight, like, they'll be doing something, bringing Band-Aids. Yeah, Tanjiro's gonna need something. That boy's... It'll be... They'll, they'll return in, like, the funny cool-down episodes, like, uh, it's the end of the season, like, let's get two light-hearted episodes to lead us into the next one. Yeah. And they'll be around. Maybe at the funeral of the Sound Hosher, I don't know. Um, if he dies, so, yeah. So Inosuke and Zenitsu start cutting through her obi and neck. Basically, Inosuke created tension with his two, tightening her neck so that Zenitsu could pull his all the way through. So they cut hers off, and then we go back to Gyotaro, and he says, "I have to release my." rotating circular slashes but right after he says that we get a scream loop from zenitsu inosuke and tanjiro where we just saw all them screaming and then they all simultaneously cut off both heads finally both heads are off and did you think it was almost comical how fucking far both of the heads rolled like these things were bouncing all over the place I mean, shit, they were flying at godlike speed one way. (laughs) (laughs) These heads, I feel like I watched these heads roll for about 15 seconds before they finally settled. I'm like, damn, when when the heck are these heads going to freaking stop? And, of course, they roll right up to each other, and they're facing each other. Had Um, to be. Had to be. Yeah, it's poetic. And then we see the wives are watching from a distance, and one of them is like, something's not right. And we go back to Tanjiro. And it's it's kind of like how he was a few episodes ago. He can't breathe like almost, a, but it's really just the poison. Reminds me of like when a bomb goes off in a movie and you can't hear and it's like blurry. Yeah. You know, and they're like, what? And they hear like the beeping sound through their ears and someone's like telling them, they're like, we got to get the yep. fuck out of here. Like, what? like <laughs> That is basically like what it was. Out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you crazy, man. <laughs> I like you, but you crazy. Um, yeah, he's, it's actually the poison, I think, that's messing with him. Yeah, and, and just so his he, body's he knows fucking it numb, is. and he got stabbed in the fucking mouth. Yes. A lot of it, but yeah, the poison's the most immediate danger, I'd say. Yeah, Ton- so Tengen's yelling at him, saying, get up, Kamado, the fight isn't over, run, get the fuck out of here, and Tanjiro's thinking, he's saying something. I guess the fight isn't over, and he's like, I guess I failed to cut off his head again. 
And then we go to Tangan where we can actually hear him. And he screams, run. And then Gyotaro's body explodes with his blood demon art. Cheap and ass, destroys the whole city. It's a cheap-ass move, kind of. I'm wondering if it's because he, a- he activated it right before his head got cut off, and so it went off anyways. I don't know. Uh, or he set that bomb in there in case he did die. It would kill anybody who defeated him. I don't know. I don't know. Either way, it's kind of cheap, but... Uh, maybe this is what kills him. He covers old Tanjiro, and then... Hit by the Stratinol and ends up dying. Yeah, we'll see. The whole city got blown up by this. Like the way they it was cool how it, they ended this episode. Yeah, they ended it like it's the end of a season. Yeah, they did. Like brought in the title, not the ending, but like started playing like the scene that just happened. Like started putting credits up. Uh huh. Yeah, we see the explosion from the distance. Somber music starts to play. They let us see the city, and the embers start to fall from the sky, and then they roll in credits casually. I thought it was a nice end. Yeah, how many more episodes are left? Like, two or three? So this was episode 11, so one more. Shit. Yeah. I feel like we need two. Shit, so there's only one more chance for the muscle knights to show up, I guess. I'm pretty sure, yeah, there's only going to be 12. It might be 13. Well, but damn, now I'm I thinking, how do you... Next week might be the last. How do you kill a dude in one episode and have give everybody enough time to cope? That's what they fucking did with with our boy Ren Goku. Shit, we had a whole movie. We had a whole movie, though. I don't know. I feel like that one's... It's okay for someone to die at the end of a movie, but at the end of a season? Yeah, I don't know. We'll uh, see. Well, I mean, I don't even know if he's dying. In case anybody's listening, uh, I haven't read the manga. I just... Anything I say is a complete guess. Yep. Yeah, you. We'll see what happens. I don't even know if next episode is the last one, um, but it's titled "No Matter How Many Lives." So, I don't know what that means. But did you watch the Nin Nin at the end? I started it and then I turned it off because I always worry it's. Gonna, <laughs> you never watch those. I always worry it's going to give something away for next episode. No, so basically all it's, it told us was that Tanjiro got his hard head from his mother. Oh, yeah, I did. I guess I did watch the whole thing, and it was like she headbutted Inosuke. She headbutted a boar, yeah, and but saved it looked like Inosuke, kind of. Well, yeah, it was head. supposed to be Inosuke. Yeah. I did watch the whole thing, I guess. Yeah, that was the episode. Um, yeah. I hope that next week's isn't the last one, but it very well could be. It could be 13, 12 or 13 sounds, it's probably one of those two, both pretty, yeah. st- pretty standard season bites. Yep. Everybody go follow us on Instagram at that anime podcast. Let us know what you thought of this episode as well. Give us a five-star review on Apple podcast or Spotify and tell everybody, you know, that watches this show or watches anime in general to tune in for our podcast. We're getting new listeners every week. So if you're listening for the first time, Thank you. We hope you enjoyed listening to us. Come back every week. We're dropping new episodes every Sunday night. So um, if you want to get in touch with us and let us know what you think, the best way to reach us is not by email. It's by Instagram, at that anime podcast. Let us know what you think of our updated logo also. We just changed it today. It's basically the same, just a a newer version because it's been one year that we have been podcasting. And it's been a heck of a year, wouldn't you say, Brennan? Yeah, a lot of work. It's a, it is a lot, a lot of work, work, but we love doing it. Yeah. 
I'll tell you what's a lot of work is these freaking simul <laughs> these simulcast podcasts are a lot of work. Yeah, it is. It's a lot. <laughs> it's it's not easy to watch an episode that releases at two thirty p.m. Central, and then take notes on it, record an episode on it, edit the episode, and post it. But we do it for you, mm-hmm. all of you casual anime fanatics out there. That is the reason, and. This is me thanking you. And you thank us by listening. So please continue to listen and tell people that you know that watch anime. But that's all I have for tonight. Anything from you, Brennan? Nope. I guess I'll see how they tie this bad boy up. See who makes it out alive next week. We'll see. On That Anime Podcast. Yep. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. As always, I'm Jordo. Brennan. We are the Evans Bros. Have a great week. And as always, peace out. Thank <laughs> you.